0: Hi everyone, thanks so much for listening. Um, Today's episode is Men in Yoga and I'm joined by Tom, Loz and Jacob. Um, Each of them have been on a different yoga journey, I'm going to let them explain it themselves. But thank you everyone who sent in your questions and hopefully we can get through them all. Um, So we'll start with... um, Your personal journey, what is your background, and how did you all come to yoga? Shall I start? Yeah, so I have time if you'd like to start.
1: Uh, I've been doing yoga for about two years now, I reckon. I started doing doing yoga uh, to help complement the jiu-jitsu that I do. I I train Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I'm 32, and I notice as I get older, I'm getting less and less flexible if I don't take care of myself. So I started doing that. With a thing called yoga for BJJ, which is like an online training thing, just videos to kind of train along with, which is really good and really great. But I wanted to get a bit more into it and actually have some like contact time with a teacher rather than just a screen run not getting corrected. So I kind of stumbled across what Jess did via Instagram. We got chatting and I came along to some classes here. And that's pretty much it. So I've only trained yoga here. I haven't trained yoga in so I don't have the broadest experience. But, like, <laughs> he's,
0: he's biased, that's why we yeah, chose him. Massively biased. So,
1: yeah, that's me,
2: I guess. That,
0: cool. That awesome. Early. Thank you, Tom. We'll go around to Loz, who's next.
2: So, I got into yoga through my dad, actually. He used to be a plasterer, he used to be kind of on building sites for about 25, 30 years. And uh, we went out to visit his brother, my uncle Robert, who lived in California and my Uncle Rob was doing yoga out there, and he went to this, this yoga studio, and my dad went to a session, and he got hooked straight away, and he started doing his training, and he eventually left the building trade altogether, and now he's a full-time yoga teacher, and then me growing up in that household eventually kind of exposed me to that, um, that discipline, and I started going along to some classes with him, and then eventually to his classes, and that was it, really. I started to look into it a bit more. Went to lots of different trainings without any real intention to teach, more just to just explore the practice, to see what it was about. Because it did a lot of things to get me moving, get my body kind of mobile, and is really good for a busy mind, which is something that I needed at the time. And and then that was it. You kind of keep going further down that rabbit hole, and then here we are, like you know, years later, um, enjoying it just as much as I did then.
0: Great, awesome. Thank you, Lars. And Jacob? Um, so about six years ago,
3: I kind of got into meditation first through listening to podcasts, really. Um, and then got introduced to lots of different teachers, like Ramdas and Alan Watts, kind of popular yoga and Buddhist teachers. Um, and then from there, I did lots of reading into yoga and Buddhism. Um, but I, know, I didn't do much um, physical practice, really. I was I started by doing some, um, by watching a DVD that my girlfriend Mary, who works here, had. Um, and she was all, always around doing yoga, so that was a bit of an inspiration. Um, and then from there, I just started doing yoga from online videos, really. And I was always a bit reluctant to go to classes because I was always a bit uncomfortable in group settings Um, and then eventually um, I decided to go and do a beginner's course at Yogasara in Bristol um, which was about a year ago I think now and then from there I did the foundation course which kind of introduced me to uh, lots more concepts and a wider variety of yoga practices and yeah I've been doing lots more physical practice in the past year really
0: cool well it's great how um you guys all have such different journeys and different experiences and different paths jacob i really like how yours actually started with meditation because asana and meditation often get separated um even though they're not necessarily meant to be um how do you guys feel? Um, what is your experience of uh, experience of being a male in yoga? Have any of you had any kind of individual experiences you'd like to share? Uh,
1: I, for me, I, I find that it's like again, I've only trained here, so I can't offer like a widest experience. But it's generally been really positive. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I feel like no one really cares like, yeah. whether, whether male or female, which is, I guess, a nice thing. You mm-hmm. know? I don't feel like my experience has been the like you're a bloke, this is what yoga is for you, mm-hmm. but yeah, and again, it's for me, like I, I train a lot, so I come here and I'm, I'm always really stiff, like separate from like flexibility and mobility, I've just trained a lot, so I'm mm-hmm. stiff, mm-hmm. so like everyone in the room is more flexible than me, mm-hmm. so I my experience has just been like, at the first it was like just trying to survive, you know, which sounds really dramatic, but like even if the class isn't that hard, like to most people, you know, like if I'm really stiff, some of the it would be really really difficult at first. Now I find generally like I can keep up with the class. I'm just trying to like get better at what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But um and yeah I'm enjoying it a lot more now. But I don't feel like yeah. as a
0: bloke
3: it's a different experience. Yeah,
0: good. That's good. That's good.
3: Yeah, I haven't actually. I don't really think about being a male in yoga if I'm honest. Um, I guess the one one good thing from going to classes is that you actually meet men who do yoga. Because it's actually not, you don't really, I don't know, I, I don't meet people in general life that do, that like yeah, men yeah. that do yoga, so it's well, quite nice. they don't nice tell you, at least. Yeah, really be, yeah. But pretty much all women you meet tend to do yoga. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a really, a really good, good thing to actually meet men who do yoga and actually, you don't feel like you're doing something strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I ever really did. Yeah. 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 it really strange, but <laughs> so
2: Likewise, it's the same. It doesn't, um, it's never, ever been an issue. I've never been in an environment where I felt uncomfortable or the people have made me feel intimidated. Um, I generally don't tend to go to those kinds of studios anyway. But, you know, it's never really been a thing to to have been in that environment and feel. But you're not welcome, at least.
0: Yeah. Cool. That's great. Um, So that leads me on to say, do you believe yoga to be as beneficial for men as it is for women?
2: Absolutely, there's no real divide between it, I think the benefits are universal, there's no kind of particular problem that isn't shared when you're kind of looking at a yoga practice that should be gender specific. Um, it is what it is, you know, you're, you're there to look after yourself for, by moving your body creatively and think about your mindset and how you approach everything outside of the yoga room. So. Yeah, I, I don't see that there should be any reason to divide the practice into men and women. But There's obviously benefits for kind of more focused classes that have more benefits for certain kind of... I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Do you know what I mean? Like you have those kind of women's circles and mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are kind of yoga for men classes that are probably more for a safe, a comfortable environment rather than it being... A particular set of movements that are specific for a man or a woman. It's just an environment that's created for I don't know. Yeah, no
0: totally like this. and this was something um, I haven't actually written down in the questions that we discussed if um, because it's like, yeah, there is lots of classes directed specifically for women. And then also because the majority of the time, not necessarily always, but men often do are the minority at yoga classes. And we were like, would it be a positive thing to have, you know, male-only yoga classes so men didn't feel like the minority? And, you know, they weren't sort of put off by coming and that, you know, they, they knew that it would be kind of an activity, you know, and, and they would be, um, you know, more guys. Um, so that was definitely something... Yeah, that we talked about. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that, on if male only classes would be a good thing. Male only classes would be
3: beneficial as a starting point, Mm. as Mm. a safe safe space, like you were saying. Um, For men to feel like they can go somewhere, and I don't know, not. Judge themselves against what women are doing Mm and how flexible they are. Yeah, um,
0: and obviously we do have like you know really different bodies. Like women do tend to be more flexible and have more open hips. So Um,
3: yeah, it definitely shouldn't be an issue. You shouldn't be judging yourself based on what other people are doing. But I think for a a lot of men who might be quite competitive, then it's a good place to come. You could start start with just men, but definitely branch out and don't stay doing
0: that because
3: I, I don't think it's ever a good idea to split.
0: Just yeah, like
3: two, two, two groups.
0: Absolutely, but yeah, maybe a men's intro to yoga I kind of class saying, could be quite you know, like splitting. it, It's not the just creates more like of a divide for anything.
1: Like we do the same with jiu jitsu. We've done in the past like women's only classes, which is I think great when people are nervous about starting. Mm. But then, like I think if you separate things completely. It's like that's not what it's designed to be. There's not, there's not really a reason for it to be. Especially for mm. yoga, it's like it's not contact, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. It's not about size or strength or stuff like that. So for me, like I, I think like, and also I think that so in some cases, like men need it, the physical side of it more because men confuse strength and tension as the same thing. Yeah. You know, like you see blokes on the street looking like carrying two TVs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, like yeah. You're so tense, mate. Like, <laughs> like, like, you know, you can be strong. Like super, super, like if you see like I'm sure you see like an Olympic weightlifter, they're not walking around with their arms mm. out to the side like all down the street. But a lot of blokes seem to think that like being strong and being tense are the same mm. thing. So mm. Mm. Anyways, I I tend to see that less with ladies.
0: Yeah. Um definitely here at Wolf's, um, we've noticed more men coming to the classes um in the last year. Um Typically, we see the most either in sort of power styles or in yin or sort of restorative. Um, But what do you guys think we can do to keep increasing this number? And what do you see um, sort of for the future of men in yoga? Because I think definitely there's more men doing yoga more more than ever, or at least from my point of view, I think. I I think think it's
1: definitely like shifted now. I mean, it might be just the people that I hang around with, but all the guys at the gym who do jiu-jitsu, they either... Don't care, like they're like, Mm -hmm. you do yoga, that's cool, I'm not interested, blah blah. blah." Mm. Or they're like, great. You know, like, Mm. it's definitely, like, I think these days more of a thing for men to look after themselves. Yeah. There's more stuff about, like, men's, like, mental health, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. So I think it's definitely, my experience of it is now, like, I feel like 20 years ago, like, if my dad had been like, I do yoga, people would be like, what? Like, whereas now, I don't feel like it's like a. Yeah. Everyone I speak to, even like, like, older relatives are like, oh, cool,
0: nice.
1: Yeah. I've seen this or I've seen that this, an article about this and how mm-hmm. it is, et cetera. So it
3: seems to be like more of yeah,
0: like a guy. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, the wellness industry in the last like five yeah. years has really boomed. Yeah. Did you guys have any thoughts on that?
3: Um, I yeah, definitely don't think there's a stigma like there used to be. But I'm not sure how to get more men
0: into doing mm-hmm. yoga mm-hmm.
3: other than continuing yeah. to promote it as something that's okay yeah. for men to do. Yeah. Um, and just continuing that kind of attitude and, and discussions with people about it and showing people the benefits of it as well mm-hmm. they can see that you're not as tense you're more relaxed you're yeah. stressed yeah. you can see all those benefits and they're going to want some of that as well
0: so, yeah yeah exactly yeah. just keep having lots of happy men yeah. leaving yoga studios it definitely
1: makes a difference for me the fact that we've got like Lawrence here who teaches mm-hmm.
0: here
1: like if it was only women teaching it it would lead me to think like because it's something I consider maybe doing yoga teacher training in the
0: future mm-hmm. and like
1: If if Lawrence wasn't here, it might lead me to the conclusion that like I could, but let's face it, it's all women teaching here. Mm. That's what People want Mm. so like having male teachers as well Mm. is an inspiration too. Yeah, it's something that you know blokes can
0: teach as well. Yeah, totally. And
2: just to keep the dialogue going, like things like this, I think are really useful. um, Just so people can get insight into it, and and to have a, a place where those questions can be asked comfortably. You know, what's what's your average yoga class like? What am I going to get out of it? Um, addressing the, the usual questions that will come up when someone's kind of interested in yoga but not entirely sure if it's for them. You know, if, am I, if I'm going to be flexible enough or if I'm just going to be in, class, in a class surrounded by women, it's, you know, those conversations should be had. And the more inclusive we can make it, um, the better by making the environment. I think that's what Wolfs is really good at. It has a really comfortable environment that makes it feel inclusive. It's not very kind of specific to a lineage of yoga because everyone brings something different mm-hmm. to their approach, which is the point of it, really. It doesn't need to be one particular style. I think some men may be put off. Maybe they've done an online class or they've gone to one class, and then that has been their judgment of a, of a yoga class. This mm. is their experience, so this is what yoga is like. When it might just be the style is different. The mm-hmm. style doesn't resonate with them. <clears throat> And I think it's important to give it a few goes, to try and find the right person that will resonate with you, that will kind of use the right kind of language that you understand, that will be in the right environment, that you feel comfortable practicing in that way. In and, and you know, the more variety, the better, which is why I think this studio is particularly good for it because we have lots of different disciplines with a lot of different people from a wealth of experience that bring all kinds of stuff to the table. Um, and that seems to help. Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: Things like what we were saying the other day as well about like language
1: you, you were mm. saying there. Yeah. Like when I first started, as soon as anyone talks about like chakras or like star signs, I'm like, I'm out, like don't care about stuff. Like each their own, but like doesn't it, it immediately makes me like not switch off but like go, this isn't what I'm interested in, this isn't mm. what I'm here. Mm. Whereas like now I'm like I'm really I'm a lot more open minded to it. But in the start I think for a lot of blokes, especially and I'm quite an open minded bloke anyway. Like, yeah. But for blokes who are like we were talking before, like builders, you know, yeah, because kind of, someone's talking about like you know opening your heart chakra or something like that. Because, yeah. And like, people, like, yeah. like this is yeah. like, or like or not even just feel like that sense of like you know oh what I don't think this is rubbish or whatever it might actually feel like oh this is way beyond my like my comfort. Zone. I don't want to talk about this. Is like, not maybe in like a negative sense, but more in a like I'm not up to this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's going over my head. So just like the language being quite like straightforward for people, mm-hmm. especially blokes, you know, like more focus on it just being, like, about the physical stretching, Mm as opposed to just, like, you know, the more, like, esoteric stuff. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. that, for me, at the start, was, like, a real
0: thing. Now, I don't care. Yeah, I guess it's, like, if you're going to talk about it, explain it properly. Don't talk with this assumption. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'll very rarely use Sanskrit, partly because I don't remember much of it, and also I just don't think it's particularly relevant. Yeah, or I
1: think I remember Jess before said to me, like, you know, like, she said something, like, in Sanskrit, I'd be like, but it doesn't matter if you don't, Know these, or remember them. It's just mm. like the, the sort of
2: history of yoga,
0: but yeah. it's optional. You know, like yeah. you don't have to, yeah.
2: to, to do it. Yeah, and that's the that's an interesting, it's an important point as well. Just to think that because some classes use that language and some classes don't use that language, that there's there's some fault along the line somewhere. Because they don't use that language, that's not really a yoga class, or because they do do use that language and it resonates with a lot of people that they're kind of weird and I don't really want to be part of that. It's like, you know, the point of it all is that we all have different kind of tribes Mm. and you want to find the people that you click with. Same as your group of friends. You have your group of friends because you click with them. They're on the same kind of level as you and you can, you know, be comfortable around them. And it's the same as, as anything really. If you go to a yoga class, you want to find that kind of level that you're comfortable exploring, whether that is with Sanskrit language and deep tradition of yoga, which has its place. And, and, you know, Lots of people still practice that way now, or, or whether it's a bit more of a contemporary take on the practice, where you're not using that language so much because it can be alienating for a lot of people. And as soon, you know, from my experience, from as being a carpenter, and I'll explain to people sometimes on a building site that I teach yoga as well, and they kind of usually <laughs> have a little joke and laugh, and it's you know, by the bye. But then they'll come to me afterwards, it's like, mate, my back is
0: knackered. Can you show mm-hmm. me some poses that I can do later?
2: And, mm-hmm. But I can see from those people that sometimes the descriptions of classes or the dialogue that's used in classes can be really confronting. And it's like Tom was saying, it's out of my comfort zone. I can't really get on with this. You know, I just need to be able to be in a space where I can fix my body comfortably without feeling I need to attach all of this stuff that I don't really get yet. But the point is, I guess, that you just try these things out. And then if that resonates at some point in the future, then it does. But you're allowing yourself into a space where that it's possible, you know, you're just you're you're comfortable and you're exploring and that that's it, I guess.
0: Hmm. Yeah, great points, Lawrence. Thank you. Um what's amazing is actually we we've covered naturally a lot of the um the questions that we um had written down. But um do you guys um what aspects of yoga do you find difficult aside from the poses? So I guess you kinda of touched on it a bit there, maybe
3: me is the poses (laughs) it's (laughs) definitely the poses they never get easier it's all it's all tough but yeah the kind of like meditation pranayama those kind of practices Mm. difficult but i can i find it easier to sit and
0: try Mm. them whereas Mm.
3: physical practice for me has always been something Mm. i'm not not always comfortable with i was never into never like PE at school Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I used to hide in the toilets yeah. when it was
3: peeing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that side of yoga is actually the side that isn't natural to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Mm. I find it hard to not
1: treat it like another training session. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm really, like, I've often talked to Lawrence about like, the idea of not um, like not trying too hard in yoga, not trying to, like, smash a yoga session, actually, like, allowing my body to relax and, like, to breathe deeply and that it's not another workout Mm -hmm. that's something I really had to learn from Jess that it's like it's not another session to like give my body a workout Mm -hmm. it can be like you definitely can be and I've been to yoga classes that are like that but it should still from in my opinion if what I need it should still be something that's restorative as well Mm -hmm. in the sense of even if it's even if it's a hard session even if it's something that just after them like yeah that was I sweat a you lot. You feel like you've been ringed out. But I'm like loose now. Mm. I, I, I don't enjoy yoga where I get to the end of it. I feel like exhausted. Yeah. Because like, I train so much or anyway. Achy. That's not for me. Mm. You know, not, and I'm sure if all you do is yoga or generally that's what you do, then you need to mix it up and you need to do both. Mm-hmm. But for me, I like to... I just, I, Same as Jacob. I struggle with the poses. If they're, mm. like they're getting easier in the sense of like I'm more comfortable in them now. But then I'm always aware that it's like if I move my foot like an inch further then it's just as hard again mm. you know? so like mm. there's never it doesn't feel to me like it ever gets yeah easier. I'm just more prepared to for what's going to be involved mm-hmm. you know and it's not such a mental overload now I kind of roughly know yeah. what's going to happen yeah
0: and like you said the other day you said when you first started coming here you would just go to kind of the the yin classes or whatever yeah. and now and now you now feel like I you can you. drop in and come to whichever yeah. now I
1: literally just look at my time like my schedule for the week mm. i drop in for classes with Lawrence with Ulay, with with Jess, with mm, whoever. Yeah. You know, it's just whatever time. I don't look at the class and go, oh, but that class is this. Yeah. Like I can't do it. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. And I definitely know what you mean about. um separating training in yoga when i first started getting into yoga was the only form of exercise that i would do i didn't want to do i actually turned my nose up at any any exercise um but then i now i've actually learned to keep them quite separate and i don't see yoga as exercise it's i see it as my practice where i can i can relax and i'd much rather do something else um intense rather than do a really intense class and actually use yoga to kind of restore and you know sort of ground ground back down uh, uh,
3: there's a problem with um, advertising yoga towards men where it is advertised as something that's powerful and mm. it's
0: intense,
3: but it shouldn't be, or there should be a wider, a yeah. wider variety of types yeah. of yoga promoted towards men,
0: um, yeah, so that men
3: understand these things.
0: Mm. I think, yeah, I think there
1: is actually like a stigma for men to be like. I Need to relax, I need to like calm down and like look yeah. after myself. There might not be a stigma for men doing yoga when it's like
0: power, hard, like, Stanga, I can, you
1: know? Yeah, but, like one thing I really noticed is the guys that train suggest so runs a yoga class at the gym after one of our morning classes. And you would think that at first, all the blokes are like, Yeah, yoga, I'm gonna stretch, I don't want any of the other side of it, but actually, they're also broken from training all the time, and they love like the. Being cared for, mm-hmm. like they'd be like someone actually like investing some time and making them feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, they actually don't want to do like a really hard yoga session afterwards because they're already tired from training. Yeah, they've got busy lives, family, etc. Yeah. I think they really appreciate someone taking time out of their day to like make them feel better and mm-hmm. like show some like care towards yeah them, like their bodies and their, their, like how they can move and stuff like that because mm-hmm. they're all training loads, you know. And, They've yeah. got hectic lives as kids and whatever. They're all over tired, you know. Work hard, long hours. Mm. So, like, I think there's more of a stigma for men to like say it's it's actually okay to not be like strong and tense all the time. I actually do need some help to like physically like relax, relax and yeah. calm down and like and to de-stress and
0: drop into the parasympathetic like, nervous the system. Mm. So, do you think it is inclusive enough or or not? Then I'm guessing.
2: I think it isn't. It's inclusive enough. Because, like, we were chatting, me and Tom were talking about this this morning after class, and um, Pete, one of the other guys that trains out of the, at the gym, was kind of explaining a little bit about his preconceptions of yoga, and then what it was like when he got through the door. He was like, okay, so that person's really flexible, okay, that person's super strong, but oh, there's a person over there that's just like me, that can't really move the way that everyone else can in this room. And mm. Immediately, these kind of preconceptions were just like, okay this is okay now, there's people like me here, I can do this. Mm. But the problem is getting people through the door. Mm. And what stops people at the door sometimes is maybe the language, the way the classes are presented, the language that's used often in classes, not to say again that that is a wrong thing to do, that is just, that will resonate for a certain group of people. But there maybe should be more of a dialogue open to making classes not exclusively like that, where the language is slightly different it's geared more towards men that don't really know how to approach a practice that way or approach their bodies in that way. Mm. Where it's a little more holistic. It isn't this beat yourself up mentality where it's like no pain, no gain. You know, if I'm not sweating, it's not worth it. Um, and that's a difficult thing to do in a holistic industry Mm. to encourage Mm. someone that is really on this kind of like yang side of things where you're really tense, really strong, you know, um, to soften a little bit, really challenging thing to do, but, um, once you get people through the door, I think those preconceptions are usually gone, because everyone's so nice about it, there's no one that judges you, there's no one that compares you to anyone or anything, Mm. certainly no teachers, absolutely no students, you know, as far as the class, the the students that I know are regular to this studio, um, but yeah, it's, you know, the first hurdle is getting through the door, that was, that was always the big thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's interesting in this kind of Instagram generation that we're in because we see a lot of, I guess, like yoga influences. Um, And I don't follow a huge amount of yoga influences in general, but I know that kind of they all just seem to be doing loads of um, arm balances and handstands and, you know, there's so many sort of female influences out there that I know a lot of women probably look up to and and follow, Um, whereas I'm not, you know, aware of, you know, that many men that are kind of sort of seen as I don't know if idols is the right word but you know um sort of prolific in the sort of western world of yoga anyway and yoga it's been on quite an interesting journey i guess of kind of being refound and being this kind of masculine um sort of form of exercise for for men in india and then coming over to the west where it's very feminine and now it's kind of you know we're finding a middle ground in between the two um as well so yeah has it has had an interesting interesting journey um and it's definitely it's interesting how it feels like there is kind of two two sides of yoga that's kind of western yoga and and more traditional as well do you guys think that you know at the studio that um there's anything more that like we can do to keep encouraging guys to come back or um or we can kind of yeah do to just keep keep promoting because we want guys in that class and we know that it's it's really you know beneficial for everyone
1: I reckon it's just getting people through the door still getting people through you the know, door yeah in my opinion like I don't know anyone that's trained here like guys that I train with or people that I know who's come here and be like oh yeah it wasn't really for me mm. you know, come here, it's like this place is amazing like mm. the, we've touched on already like getting men to just come and try yoga I mm. think it's or maybe it's more
0: outreach then. Yeah. Maybe it's more like going to, you know, like, workplaces and gyms and stuff. Like the
1: guys that train on Wednesday morning, I mean, Lawrence has taught them as well. Like, there's it's a fairly big group. Mm. I wonder if we didn't do that, how many of them would have gone, right, I'm going to make a point of coming with my busy life to the studio. and mm. I don't reckon many of them would have. Mm. Because, not because they don't want to or that they're, like, against coming to a yoga studio. A, like, I don't think some of it's something they would have even considered that, like, is... Going back to what I said earlier, it's like it's not that they're like anti it, it's that they almost feel like not inadequate, but like they're like, Oh, that's not gonna be for me. Everyone's gonna be really good at yoga. I'm not, I'm really inflexible. That's not, I'm gonna be embarrassed, etc. etc. And like, also, they've got hectic lives trying to make time to come here, like in a busy week, it's gonna be hard for them. So, by going to do it at the gym, they've all had the benefits of that, and they're like, Oh, I would like to come to the studio now because if this is what it's like in the gym, I can't imagine what it'd be like in a relaxing environment, yeah,
0: yeah. And I guess, again, that kind of takes out that kind of um. Yeah, that, you know, if it's already happening in a place where you're really familiar with, it feels mm. a bit more accessible, doesn't it? Yeah. The class could be exactly Like, I know for a fact the that same. they would come and
1: do it again. They'd be mm. like, I, like, especially if it was, like, with Jess or Lawrence, who they know. They'd be like, yeah, I'm comfortable with him. I know that he's not going to make me do a hand-san. Mm. Like, I, I know that, like, Lawrence wouldn't put me in that position. Because they trust enough they've been taught them for a while now. So, mm. yeah, I think they would come.
0: Mm. Cool, yeah, so a bit more outreach. Do you guys um have any anything I haven't asked that maybe you'd like to say or any sort of remaining thoughts?
3: I just want to say I think it's important to remember that not all men are the same and not all men approach yoga in the same way. Mm. Not all men are big guys who are tense and see yoga in that way. There are a lot of men that enjoy the philosophy and mm. the sort of, Eminent side, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Um. So you need to approach those people as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And not forget that they're there. Yeah. Because yeah, they might still have reservations about yeah. coming to classes. Yeah. That are full of women.
0: Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So you might be like a real like reader, but not necessarily. Yeah. Mm.
3: So yeah, there's lots of different types of men. Not
0: that yeah. Mm. That's it, really. Yeah. Cool. Oh, thank you, Jacob. That was a great point. Awesome. Did you have anything, Liz? <laughs> I think we've
2: covered it for, for a fair, a fair bit of. You know the things that I want, we wanted to talk about. And what we wanted to say. But yeah, just like Jacob said, it's like there's a whole variety of stuff out there. And the point is, if you're thinking about taking up a yoga practice, or if you're interested in even trying one, just just don't let your first five or ten experiences, or however many, kind of dampen your you know pursuit in finding something that you really can have that outlet with. It's not something that is um, you know you. There's not one style of yoga for everybody, you know, like we have strong style practices here, we have really gentle style practices, and they all suit every kind of person, you know whether you're male or female or whatever your interests are it, it isn't something that needs to be um shied away from if you have a bad experience your, your first dozen times or so. Just keep plugging at it if you really feel like you need to have that outlet um which I think most people do generally, whether they will admit it to yourselves or not um. Just keep plugging until you find like a community of people that you can trust to explore that with and then you'll kind of find your feet with it
0: yeah awesome thank you loz and yeah thank all of you guys for coming in today and sharing your thoughts with us um if there's anyone um whose questions we didn't answer or if you have any sort of after listening to this you have any pressing questions um send them in to us and we'll, we'll chat to the guys and, and we'll get some more answers back to you um but yeah otherwise a big thank you Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you.
0: <laughs> Thanks again for listening to episode two of the Wolfcast and thank you to the boys for their participation. We appreciate that this is only the tip of the iceberg for gender in yoga and we look forward to delving deeper in further episodes. As always you can contact us on Instagram at Tales of Wild Wolves with any questions, suggestions and feedback. Stay tuned for episode three on Ayurveda with Kitty. See you soon!